And so I'm so honored and I'm so excited to be talking to Pastor Mancha. How are you, Muruti? I'm well, and how are you, Sassy? And uh, uh, good morning to the listeners. Ah, uh, good morning. I'm so sorry. Aish, why is the king? Yeah, but anyway, it is well. Time, is time well. is not our friend. <laughs> Time, time is not our friend. And I said to the family, I think I need to ask Pastor Mancha Pierre should we be saying now Pastor Mancha Muruing? I was actually listening to you saying that, and I was wondering, hmm, which is it? (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't change my surname, eh? Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm getting so much resistance, it's not even funny. Because I'm like, I've offered seven books. Yeah. And all of them are Mancha Pieha. Yeah. So if I change now and become Mancha Muru, what must happen? I must change the whole thing. So my husband agreed that I can be Mancha Pieha. So Hi, Runa, Runa Ribale, but Rikupame Mancha Pieha at La Tora Pier. Wow, congratulations on your new you walk so with much. Christ uh, because, you know, uh, we have different ministries and now you have entered into the ministry of marriage. Uh, may he bless you, uh, bless your walk together. Uh, we were so excited together with you. I think I shared every time you shared something, I'd be like, yo, yo, family. Kore Ali, man, you don't know, man. You know, you know, you know, we, the way, the way we were so excited at Radio Pulpit and we were hosting a marriage camp last weekend. Uh, Sipo Kaleni is asking me, um, is, is Mancha coming? Is Pastor Mancha coming? (laughs) And then he's like, no, no, no. We have to bless her at the, at the, at the camp, you know? (laughs) So we are so excited with you. We are so excited with Thank you. you. Yeah, you. and we are excited about the camp that's happening from the 7th to the 9th. And you'll be running workshops there. Tell us about what we can expect from Pastor Mancha. What is it that we need to be ready for? So my job at the camp is to focus on money, focus on personal finances. And I mean, personal finances and money is something that I think about a lot. Uh, mm. I think... In a way, I've seen God coming through for me personally when it comes to finances. Mm. But I've also seen God using me to really change the financial financial situation of a lot of people. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly think it's a gift that I have. So what I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that we will do on, uh, on that weekend is to do something, you know, that God has placed in my heart called a one-year money reset. Okay. So basically, when you come there, mm. you must come with a view of saying in the next one year, in the next 365 days, where do I want my money situation to be? You may be doing well, Mm. but you can do better. You may be in a really bad place, Mm. but in the next year, your situation can change completely. You could be sitting there saying, you know, before I came to camp last year, Mm. I was in debt, I was not working, Mm. my income was not enough, Mm. but you know what? After we sat together in this workshop and we did these practical things. Mm. This is where I am a year later. So that's what we're going to be doing. There'll be a lot of exercises involved, a lot of stretching, and a lot of decisions that have to be made. Yeah. Some of us, the reason why we are where we are financially 
it's not because God hates us. It's because of the decisions that we make. Yeah. So you have to make a lot of very difficult decisions so that you, your financial situation can change for the better. Yeah, that is like really awesome. And w- will we have time with you one on one? And bring and bring us salary advices and <laughs> This is the situation. (laughs) Like like you were saying, the thing with finances is you can talk about it in general terms. But there comes a time where you have to to come face to face with what's happening in your own life. Because when I'm standing in front of a workshop and I'm teaching, I'm teaching principles. The thing with solving or fixing your own finances is you just need to sit down and say, this is my budget, this is my income, this is where I'm... If I change nothing, this is where I'll end up in the next five years. Mm. But if this is where I want to be in the next five years, and if this is not where I want to be in the next five years, how am I going to ensure that I start to change my journey? No. Yeah. If you are on a, how, a highway of debt, mm. how do I get off this highway? How do I take the next off-ramp? And when I take the next off-ramp, what does it look like? Mm. So, so so, that one-on-one time, I don't know if we'll have it. I'm hoping we will have it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure with some people it may be possible. Uh, and if it's not possible, I think we can exchange numbers and continue to say, but how do we continue this conversation? But yeah. I'm actually getting ready. I mean, I was funny enough, I was only thinking about it this morning to say, if we can have some kind of a journal that will guide you. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's what I'm, I'm actually having a meeting after this to say, how do we put this journal together so that even when I'm not there, you are able to say week one. Yeah. What are the questions that I must yeah. answer in week one, week two, et cetera, et cetera, until you reach. Wow, that's so awesome. That's yeah, so awesome. Available, I think, on the day. Uh, Pastor Makamu and some of the family members say, uh, please tell Pastor Mancha <laughs> we are not listeners. We are family. <laughs> One chapis, Maramurutueta, one chapis in the morning. <laughs> now, um, I know that the camp concentrates, it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And we are looking at the mind, body, and soul. Now, what's the different kind of mindset, a thing, you know, between a woman who says, I'm selling oranges and apples and all of this. I'm sitting at the corner. I've got my stall. And yet you find she built a huge house, a big house for her children, seven bedrooms. Um, she took them to school. They are in tertiary. And yes, yet you can see her. she's struggling still, but she does it. She is able to achieve all of this single-handedly as a parent. And there's a woman who's a professional wearing high heels, driving a nice car, but struggling financially. She cannot attain some of their things. What, what, what is wrong with, or what is happening between the two? What's the difference? I mean, I think you, you nailed it on the head there, Bungile, when you speak about mindset. Yeah. A lot of people think money is about rents and cents. Like how many rents are you making? How many cents are you making? But that's not how money works. Um, money is a mindset, as you are saying. How you handle your money, what you do with your money is a mindset. I mean, one of the key things that I teach when I talk about money is you just need to have a system. uh, And when you think about a system, a system is not dependent on how much money you make. The system that I use is based on percentages. Mm -hmm. Whether you make 1,000 rents or you make 10,000 rents or you make 15, 15 million or whatever, 10% 10% is 10%. 10% is not dependent on how much money you make. And if you look at this system of percentages, the original person who taught us a system of percentages is God. Because the tithe is never an 
God does not ask us to give a fixed amount the way that we do it in our churches where they say everybody who's going to give 5,000 rand must come to the front. To the mm. That's mm. not how God <laughs> measures. So, so for me, 5,000 may not be a lot of money, but for that woman who is selling a bananas and apples on the streets, it yeah. may be a lot of money. Yeah. But the way that God deals with you and I, Sonia, mm. is he deals with Afghani percentages. He says, give 10% mm. of your entire income. Mm. So even when you do other things that you do financially, think about it as percentages. Mm. So that woman who is on the street selling bananas and apples, mm. chances are out of all the revenue that she makes, she's putting away 50% of her money uh, for a house or 50% of her money to take her children to school. Mm. When you are a professional, mm. but you cannot even put away 5 mm. you know, for a deposit when you go to buy a, a house you are getting 100% bond when you, you even need a loan for the transfer fees when Eish. another professional gets in stilettos but that mama who is at home is actually building the house 100% loan free mm. without without a loan mm. cash the entire thing she's building it cash because her mindset tells her that I need to save for the things that I want. Mm. Your mindset tells you, I need to have access to the bank's money. Mm. And the bank's money will always come at a cost. Mm. So what you are saying is very important. And it's a very, it's a very high cost, eh? Yes, the bank, the bank is in business. So every time when they are giving you money, when you are praising God saying, oh, Father, thank you so much that I got the loan, they are on the other end calculating how much profit they are going to make from you. Yeah. So... So the way that you think about loans, the way mm. that you think about overdraft, mm. the way that you think about credit cards has to drastically change mm. if we are ever going to go anywhere as a nation financially. And I think this is what we need, especially now that we have seen what COVID-19 did last year. You know what? COVID-19... Our, our relationship with money, our relationship <laughs> has to change. <laughs> Everything is going you know, I remember sitting and, and, and realizing there's no church, and it was it happened very close to me. Okay, Pastor Mancha, I think we are losing you a little bit there. Uh, I'm not sure. Is, is this yeah, better? you're okay now. Yeah, okay. So I was saying that I, I was sitting realizing that uh, as much as there is Easter, there are no services. Mm. You know, as a speaker, uh, when it comes to Easter, when it comes to uh, uh, June 16. I don't know why they still invite me to youth conferences. I'm 43 years old. But <laughs> You're still young. How? <laughs> <laughs> As a man thinketh, Murut, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and when it comes to Women's Day, uh-huh. that's when I make my most money from speaking in books. Uh-huh. And do you know that all those three times there were no events? Sure, uh, yeah. And I had made all my plans the previous year around the events and around the book sales. Hmm. And COVID-19 showed me that savings are not an option. Hmm. And an alternative uh, income or an extra source of income is not an option. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you need to be flexible in how you deal with your finances or something like COVID will actually bury you. Hmm. And for many people, they were buried. Hmm. Businesses hmm. were buried. Hmm. Ministries were buried. Hmm. People had to move out of their houses. They had to sell. They had to go back home because... We used to live our lives as if our salaries and our incomes are guaranteed. Mm. And COVID woke us all up. Mm. Sure.
So now, um, when we are at the camp, will we be looking at how we can survive times like these? Yes. I money think money matters now, looking at money. Yes. Yeah, so so, 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 so what, what we're going to do at the camp is we are going to sit down mm. and we are going to interrogate a money system that we will each adopt for ourselves. That will work whether things are going well or they are not going well. Mm. And, and, and that money system, you can, you can start it from wherever you are. Let me give you a quick example of a money system. So Jim okay. Ron, when he introduces his money system, he says, if you are making 100 rand, so 100 rand can be anything, 10,000, 20,000. If you are making 100 rand, live on 70 rand. Mm. So 70 rand must be enough to pay all your bills. It must be enough for you to buy food, to get a place to stay, to get a house. Mm. That's 70 rand. Then the 30 rand left. Mm. Out of the 30 rand that is left, 10 rand is for your giving. So mm. 10 rand is whether you tithe, you give, you give to charity, however way that you decide to spend that 10 rand with giving. Mm. Then the second 10 rand, he calls it active income, okay. uh, active money. So what you do with active money is money that you take yourself and you put to work to multiply it. You mm. could be buying and selling. You could be making yourself better so that you can earn more at work so you're getting an education, etc. But mm. it's money that you are using yourself so that you can get more money. So you could be, you could enter a, a network marketing scheme. You could buy shares in a, no, not buy shares in a business, but this is money that you actively work. Then the third tendrance, which mm. will now make the, the entire hundred rand. The third tendrance is money that you are giving to someone else which he calls passive money. Yeah. This is money that you are giving to someone else so that that person can grow it for you. Here we are buying unit trust, we are buying policies, mm. we are buying shares, and you are uh, getting into things like what well, is the equities, what are tricks, etc., etc. Mm. So this is money that you are giving to some kind of a manager and you're saying, I'm going to buy shares in your company, you go, you make the money work for me. Mm. So that's his money system. Mm. But listen to what Jim Rohn is saying. Mm. Jim Rohn says, for some people, you are at such a bad place that it's not possible to live on 70 rand. Yeah. So what you do is you live on 97 rand. And then those 10%, 10%, 10%, you are going to use them one rand, one rand, one rand. Mm. So another person can sit and say, ah, saving 1% is better for me not to save than to save at a 1%. Mm. But this is where the trick lies. Every time when you get an increase, every time when you get a bonus, you increase that 1%. You don't increase the 97%. So now where you are, you are making 100 rand. So, and then you are living on 97 rand. But next increase that you get, you're getting a 10 rand increase. Mm. Instead of taking some of that 10 rand and taking it into your living expenses, you are going to split it across those other three. So you're going to take the 10 rand and you're going to say 3 rand, 3 rand, 4 rand. Then all of a sudden, what are you doing? You are saving 3 rand. You are giving 4 rand. Mm. The next 10%, you are doing the same thing. The next thing you know, in, in two years, hmm. you are able to go to 10%. So when we are saying it on air right now, it sounds, it sounds very mathematical and it <laughs> sounds very technical. Yeah. But what we are going to do at the camp, we are going to do example after example after mm. example until mm. even the slowest person in the room says, Oh, now I get I it. Get it. <laughs> I see now I get it. I this in my life. So, I was a math tutor for a very long time, when I, especially when I was at school. Mm. And the thing with math, and money is math. Money is math. So the thing with math is the more you practice it, just keep on practicing. Mm. The more you practice it, one day you're going to say, oh, 
Now I get it. And the minute you get it, you are able to apply it to every. You are able to apply it to everything, to your spending, to your budget, to your savings, to your investment, to how you save for your car, how you save for a fridge, how you save for a house. Wow. And I, I can already tell you, I've sat with people who said, when you told me that I must go and get a license because I must prepare to get a car, mm. I didn't believe you because I never thought with my salary I can I can afford. Yeah. But today I'm here to show you this is my car. When you told me that I need to stop renting and buy a house, I was thinking this girl is dreaming. Does mm. she know where mm. I, I come from? Does she know how much money I'm making? Mm. But you know what, Samantha, I'm inviting you for tea in my house that I bought. And and that's why I do what I do, not mm. as a man, so that mm. you can leave mm. a legacy for your children, so mm. that your children can know that, you know what, Mama was the first person in her in our family to buy a house in this neighborhood mm. that we never thought people like us Mara can man. Sure. <laughs> I know. There's no way that w- ladies can miss such a camp. Huh? You know, the thing is, with finances, mm. and, and people always think I teach about finances because I love money. You know what? Mm. When things are not working out financially, <laughs> chasing your dreams are hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. a, a friend of mine, unfortunately, he's late now. He says the anointing without money is frustrating. Yo, yo, if you want, you if you want. <laughs> but the money is saying you're going nowhere. Mm. <laughs> there, 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 so, there are so many people who are bitter, who, who, do not, who are not happy with God because of lack of money in the ministry. So, yeah. For, for me, I always say when I used to work as Bongile, mm. It didn't matter where people were inviting me to. Uh, I would go. I uh, never asked them how much they, if they're going to come. Oh, we're born. Everything never, is okay. <laughs> you know, then I lost my job. Yeah. And I remember I could feel bitterness rising in my heart. Eesh. Because I'd go somewhere, they'd give me 500 rand. It's not enough for the petrol. Mm. It's not enough for lightning. Mm. It's not even enough for me to buy myself something on the and, way. And and everybody would say, oh, very theme, black and white. Lily Pepe. You know, I started sensing bitterness rising up in my spirit and I prayed. And I said to God, Father, I was called by you. Yeah. And I'm asking that you be the one that funds my life. Yeah. So that I never look at an event as something that has to fund my life. Mm. And you know and and I think and I think as God started teaching me in my own life how to deal with my financial life so that I can be free to serve him mm. without worrying about the paycheck that comes from serving him. Mm. I realize that this message is not a message for money. Mm. This message is not a message for preachers only. Mm. This message is for all of us because mm. the reason why our worshippers will want a deposit before they come to your church mm. is simply because... As or even as in your church, in the very same church where they fellowship, they want yes. <laughs> salary. Because our finances somehow are standing in the way of our service mm. to God. Mm. Our finances are standing in the way of our dreams. Mm. So my job in the body of Christ is to say, let's solve this financial thing so that it can free us from saving God. Is it that simple, Pastor Mancha? It is. And, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing is, when your children are hungry, uh, to be honest, it's as much as people say, no, just trust God, blah, 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 blah. it's not easy. Mm. So, but if, if there is a way that we are able to say, you know what, I live on honorarium. Mm. And 
half the time I don't know when the honorariums mm. will come mm. because people, when people ask me how much do you charge, mm. my answer is whatever you have prepared for me, I will accept. Mm. Some people who are event organizers take it like, oh, she doesn't need the money. Mm. Let's allocate the money to something else. Mm. You know, and they don't understand that you saying that is not because you don't need the money. Mm. You saying that is you want to trust them mm. to be fair enough to give you what they feel mm. is, is, is worth what you are giving to them. Mm. So, so, so then after some time, you realize I've been saying this the past 10 times and they gave me 200. No, I'm mm. not going to say this anymore. I'm going to give them a fee. Mm. And then what happens is now someone who wanted you to come and minister at their church cannot afford you and they're missing out on the ministry mm. because of the mistake that was done by the last 10 people who mm. did not obey God. Mm. So it's actually it's tough. It's mm. tough. Mm. For people to end up saying, this is how much I, I, I charge, it is because, in a way, us as the church, we forced them mm. to get and, and we And we feel like they're ridiculous in their charging. Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, I'll tell you a, a, a short story. Yeah. yeah, A friend of mine told me that during COVID, mm. one of, of, of the pastors sold the instruments and the chairs of the church. And mm. now the church is taking him to court. And he was explaining the situation to me. He said that the church stopped paying him. And after they stopped paying him, he was calling the entire board. And they were ignoring his calls. And mm. he has a young family and young children. Yes. And nobody in the board was answering his calls until ultimately he was left with no choice but to sell the, the chairs and the keyboard. Mm. And as much as I wanted to blame that pastor, I found myself blaming the board. Yeah. Because I said... This man was desperate. Mm. When you have a small child who is on formula and there's no money in the house and you're looking mm, at the chairs mm, and the mm, keyboard, mm, mm. like what do you do? So as the church, sometimes we also force the people that serve us into a corner where they even create, uh, they, they end up becoming criminals. Yes. So, so if we don't discuss the realities of finances as the body of Christ, we will push people into corners like this. How many people do you know who said, uh, the pastor said, if we saw a seed of 5,000 rents, our debts are going to be cancelled. Hey, give your furniture and your cars. Sell your cars. Oh. <laughs> because yeah. we don't want to hear what the Bible is saying mm. when it comes to money principles. Wow. And that's what we'll be talking about, principles. Yeah. Principles. And Tatemutlogung says... Ah, Pastor Mancha, can can you bring her on air again? And I'm always available for you. And and that day, Lisa Mukow, our very own Radio Pulpit says, "Awesome advice, powerful. I wish we had a men's camp." And Pastor Mancha comes to train us. Wow, this is so beautiful. Pastor Mancha, I have to let you go, but thank you so much for this. I believe the camp is going to be awesome. I'm hoping to talk to you again before the camp because I'm thinking also that some of the behavioral patterns that we have as women, uh, our relationship with money sometimes is unhealthy. Our husbands know women love chelete. And uh, <laughs> sometimes we even buy things and hide them. And when, when the husband goes out to the store and quickly rush, go past the go fetch the that pair of shoes, you know, and all that. But we are evil. That's just <laughs> we, are, we are evil. We need to just. I think what we are going to do, Bonjour, yeah. uh, you've just given me an idea. Yeah. We just need to take a moment and repent. Ha, why is it king? We do. 
because uh, yeah when 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 you feel sad and all of that bona so we need to change all of that but hey thank you so much we are so excited to have you on board on the camp and i can't wait to hear more so i'm hoping to be talking to you very soon for 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 those ones who'd like to talk to pastor mancha personally is she available Yes, I'm available on all social media platforms. I'm Mancha Tieha, mm-hmm. and my number is 082-755-8219. So uh, people can feel free to get the book, to speak to me. Uh, I don't offer free coaching. I'm the only free coaching they'll get is on Aerodopulti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you're not going to give them the info you go camping, I get no, 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 they must come to the camp. <laughs> <laughs> they will also be getting journals for the first time. Kaban. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pastor Mancha. Enjoy Thank the rest you, of your yes. day. We can't Thank wait to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.